0: Welcome, everybody, to the Chumps to Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. Good to have you here. I'm Danny. That's Matt. That's Scott. That's
1: Ryan. How you boys doing? Not doing too hot after this fantasy week, Danny.
2: I laid some turds.
0: There was
1: good. There was bad. Scott, how'd
0: you do?
2: That was a mixed bag. It looks like I'm going to win two of three, but not, not what I was expecting to win. but. Yeah.
0: There's uh some wild stuff there. The Steelers tried to blow it. Uh the Saints absolutely pounded the Bucks into oblivion. And there were a lot of nail biters this week, which made for a really fun Sunday. And we'll go through all of it. But guys, we're a little over halfway through the season, kind of halfway through the season depending on what team you're looking at. And I've got a question for you boys. I want you to answer me. Who is your MVP halfway through this season between Patrick Mahomes Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. Would you guys like me to hand you some statistics to help you make your decision?
1: No,
2: just based on the eyeball test, Russell Wilson's <laughs> my MVP so far this year. Okay. okay. I would got... say Aaron Rodgers because he's doing it with a lot less weapons-wise, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's got Adams, but the other two have better receivers around them, I would say. Right. Rogers and, has all those fans.
0: <laughs> well, let me tell you, mine, I think, is Patrick Mahomes. Wow. So we've got three different, three different answers. So I was looking up the stats to make this decision. Patrick Mahomes has played in one more game than Wilson and Rogers, mind you. So keep, keep that with you. 25 touchdowns and one interception for an 8-1 and one team that One is an interception a, though that was a big interception <laughs> if you ask me rogers has 24 touchdowns to two interceptions and wilson 28 touchdowns eight interceptions but i don't think that's the only thing that goes into the mvp, MVP like talks uh, russell wilson is doing it all on his own so i get where you're coming from matt but who's second on your list then
1: on mine, I'll I'll probably go Patrick Mahomes because I'm not a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. You're not a big fan of Patrick Mahomes though either. I mean, you're making me pick here, Danny. My <laughs> yeah, hands are tied, right. Scott. <laughs> I don't you have... not like Patrick Mahomes. It's... I never said that.
2: Yeah, it's the not that I'm complaining because I have Mahomes in both of the leagues I'm in, but it seems like Kansas City is a lot more willing to do. One and two yard touchdown passes. Oh, those whereas, stupid
0: little bumps. Yeah. Even a pass. Whereas
2: Green Bay runs a lot more in, so I feel like if Rodgers had the same coach mentality as Reed did, he'd have several more touchdowns to beef up his stats, kind of like Mahomes had. I know he had one one yard pass this week. I think he did the same last week. Clyde edwards lair, how many rushing touchdowns does he have? Does he have a second yet?
0: One. No, he may have a second. No, they may have been passing. This past week was a passing touchdown, so I don't know.
2: Yeah. So they're not running it in from short. Mahomes is being the benefactor of all those Mm statistics-wise. Now, who would you rather start your team with quickly, Herbie
0: Hancock or Joe Burrow at this point? Oh, Herbie Hancock, blasting off.
2: Yeah, I'd agree.
0: Yeah, they are now like tied for the offensive rookie of the year uh, odds in Vegas for the first time. It's been Burrow pretty much the whole year. And like Herbie
1: has now like we have the same odds, which is pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Herbie's still getting killed on these barely losses. Yeah. um, We'll
0: talk about that. Let's let's get into it, guys. Let's talk. You know what? I want to start with the game last night. That was a wild, wild outcome. The New Orleans Saints beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night, 38 to three. Now, Scott, we'll start with you. You told everyone to start Tom Brady. Uh, You were very confident. What are your emotions today?
2: I think like everybody who either watched that game or saw the the stats, you're very surprised at this one. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering how
0: you were going to end that sentence. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. Too much talent there to be shut down by an offense that's been giving up points. I mean, kudos to the Saints, but man, that was a shocker. Yeah, I thought if any,
1: I thought it was going to be a very close neck and neck trade touchdowns type game. But if anything, maybe Tampa Bay's defense and being at home would have given given them the edge to do something weird like this. Saints coming in there and just really laying down the law was uh, quite the statement in their division.
0: Yeah, if you were going to tell me the outcome was going to be 38 to three and then which team was on which side, I would have gone with the Bucs just because Breeze on the road and how Brady has looked and Antonio Brown back. But yeah, the Bucs, this is how their drives went. They started with four, three and outs. Mm. Wow, right off the bat, four, three and outs, interception, turnover on downs, interception. Then it was halftime, turnover on downs, interception, field goal, end of game. That's wild. 194 total yards. They, I think they ran the ball six times or something like that. Not like it was bad. Oh, I'm so, sorry. It's right here. Four, four rushing attempts for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers
2: because of game script. I thought yeah, they said they got credit with a fifth for the kneel down at the end. They of the got game. credit
0: for a fifth, and I and I <laughs> negated that.
2: <laughs> and
1: it's all i remember it was still somewhat of a game and jared cook fumbled on like the two yard line and i was like oh well here's tampa bay's opportunity to get right back in here and it's like nope three and out the new orleans <laughs> the ball and scores again yeah drew
0: Brees was great four touchdowns at four different wide receivers and michael thomas was back he got six targets didn't really do that much five for 51 so that was a little disappointing um, it seems
1: like a floor game for him, and he's still getting back in the mix. Sure. Like, yeah. Sure. I'm still very optimistic about him rest of the season.
0: Yeah. Camara got a touchdown on the ground. His targets through the air actually came down to six. I would imagine part of that's because Michael Thomas is back. So I think that's more likely what we're gonna see from targets for Camara now that Thomas is back because a lot of them are gonna get funneled to
1: the Thomas. And Drew Brees threw to every eligible receiver on the offense in like with like two quarters left in the game. He hit every eleven of like the starting eligible receivers on the team. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um,
0: Forty minutes of time of time of possession for the Saints. I think if you're the Bucks, you just throw this one out. Throw, just throw it away. Don't take anything yeah. from it. Don't even show me the tape. We'll just move move on. But that's a that's a big statement for the Saints. Uh, that's two wins against the Bucks. I mean, division rivals, so when it comes down to it, that's big for playoff implications, right?
1: Yeah, and just setting a tone until they play each other in the playoffs. And then Tampa Bay has that uh, teams don't usually win three in a row against division rivals. That's true. God damn it, Drew. Why you... Anywho,
0: moving on. Packers beat the 49ers on Thursday night, 34-17. to I guess you could say the 49ers B team. Yeah. That was gross. Team. Kittle, Garoppolo, Ayuk, Debo, Samuel, Mostert, Wilson and Coleman. All of those guys were out for this game. So let's start with the 49ers. Is there anything you can take away from this? I know Scott was it you that started hasty and got burned like immediately.
2: Yeah. So that's just even more confusing. Now, if those other running backs are going to stay out, they kind of went away from McKinnon last week. And now all of a sudden he's kind of back to the main guy this week and hasty got the ass end of the rushes and everything. So now you don't even know who to play assuming Coleman Wilson Mosert are out again. Good luck. I got nothing. Yeah, I think it's
1: definitely a situation to avoid and I did a hasty play also and I was spending so long trying to figure out if I should play him or Philip Lindsay and I played hasty, but they both got 2.3 points. So, you know, I couldn't go wrong.
0: I was going to have a bad game with you. (laughs) Yeah, I think game script helped dictate Milmore McKinnon because he catches some passes, and the 34-17 makes it look better than it actually was. Richie James, wide receiver on the 49ers, nine catches for 184-1 and one on 13 targets. Moving forward, that doesn't mean much to me, though. Are you guys interested at all in Richie James, or are you like me?
2: Nope. No, I'm good with him. <laughs> yeah, when
0: they start when Debo and IU can people start coming back, he's going to go away. So I'm not interested. But I mean, people are going to pick him up on the waiver wire and just don't, don't do it. Don't fall for the fool's gold kind of thing. Uh, other side of the ball, Devontae Adams, he's done it again. 10 catches, 173 and one. Aaron Rodgers looks like an MVP, 305 and four touchdowns. Woo. It's a good, good looking team.
2: Packers mm-hmm. had a really good week. You can't stop Devontae Adams and Rodgers' connection. I mean, you know that's who he's looking towards all the time, and he is still putting up game after game of these kind of stats. It's ridiculous. Any interest in
0: Marquez Valdez-Gantling with his two touchdowns?
2: I think he's a very wavy
1: ceiling floor type player, but, I mean, you're liable to strike gold some weeks.
2: Yeah, I'd be nervous consistency purpose-wise.
0: Yeah, I feel like you're chasing if you're going to try to do that. Aaron Jones was fine. He got five targets, which is which is good.
1: Is Lazard coming back soon? I don't know. What is the update on Alan Lazard? I think he was very questionable to play this week, so I'd imagine he's back next week. Yeah, that's true. Keep your eye on that.
0: Um, Any other takeaways from this? Moving on to Tennessee Titans. And Chicago Bears Titans beat the Bears twenty four to seventeen. These two defenses really
1: showed up. Yeah, and I mean the the ending back score doesn't give it as much justice, but Titans were up like twenty four nothing going into the fourth, right? Or they were seven. Chicago was scoreless going into the fourth, I believe.
0: Yes, correct. and I know that because I picked up the Titans D and played them, and I thought look through three quarters. Okay, I've never. I think in my entire fantasy football career had the defense and played the defense that actually goosed another team, like full blown zero. I've never had, I've never been a guy that's gotten the shutout. They're not that common. So there's been one so far this year, last year there were four total in the entire year. So they're not that common and all I've had them played against me. That hurts quite (laughs) a bit. (laughs) Devastating. Well, I've never been the one and I know the Titans got a defensive touchdown, so I can't really complain. And then they tried to blow it. They gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter. They tried to give this game away, but they prevailed. What were your takeaways for in the Titans side there, Matt?
1: Offensively, they didn't have to do much. They got one Well, they got an early TD with John or late TD with Johnny. I can't remember who their early TD was, but they had the defensive TD that you mentioned with Desmond King, their new pickup. Mm -hmm. Um, And after that happened, it kind of was like, okay, let's just kind of ride this game out, which as you also mentioned, almost bit him in the ass at the end.
0: Mm -hmm. Daniel had 10 completions on the day. They got the lead. Their defense was playing so well. They didn't have a a huge time of possession. There was not a lot of studs from the Titan side offensively. I mean. A.J. Brown, four for 101 and one. That's
1: great. He had a big 40-yard, I think, touchdown bomb. This is a game script you don't have to see too often with the Titans because they've won a lot of games, but they're usually close games. Mm-hmm. And they're, they always try to have the game script and the clock favor them. And when they get up early, you know what they're going to do is kill clock. And that's what they did. And just not much came out of this game. Corey Davis. <laughs> Ooh. I had a buddy who I think played him and lost by less than a point with the Corey Davis. Oh no.
0: (laughs) Oh no. Oh, that sucks. That's the worst. Did he quit? Did he just absolutely quit? Yeah. Whoa. God, fingers crossed. No, but Mm. the league I'm done. (laughs) Uh, Chicago, Nick Foles, as comparison to Tannehill, Nick Foles was 36 for 52. Tannehill was 10 for 21. That's, that's like playoff Titans from last year. That's this box oh, yeah. score, but full spread the ball around Allen Robinson. I, I just wish Allen Robinson was on like the Packers so he could like experience a great quarterback finally, but Graham had his obligatory touchdown. Anything else to take away? Oh, David Montgomery got hurt. That's something to note. David Montgomery was concussed in the fourth quarter of this game and then left. So he has to go through the concussion protocol. It's questionable whether or not he's going to be able to play in week 10. Problem is the bears play on Monday night. So everyone's going to be panicked. If you're a David Montgomery owner, that's an extra day for him to recover and get through the concussion protocol, which is wonderful um, because the days actually make a difference when you
1: walk through said protocol.
0: I think he's going to be okay. You guys concerned?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think he'll come through protocol unless it's a severe concussion. They usually make it through. And I guess, by the way, that early touchdown that I forgot was the AJ Brad one where he jumped in, grabbed the uh, the uprights. Oh, is he going to get fined for that? No, I think he was, he was hugging the salute to service wrap uh, on it to give it a little commemoration. <laughs> yeah, try finding me for this
2: one, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Scott, any takeaways from the Bears side or the Titans side? I mean,
2: no. And I was just saying I wouldn't be so much concerned is in the word I'd use about the David Montgomery situation, but I would be scouring waivers now have a plan just in case because like you said, yeah, it's an extra day, but it's also one of those. You can't wait too long if he's unsure, have somebody just in case. And then if it's looking good, then you're fine and play him.
0: Atlanta Falcons beat the Denver Broncos 34 to 27. The Falcons jumped out to a big lead and the Broncos tried to claw their way back in, but let's start with the Falcons though. Scott, you're right. Calvin Ridley did not play. Ryan did great though. 284 yards, three touchdowns. Todd Gurley got his touchdown, but it was otherwise ineffective. Blah. Jones got his touchdown. And did you guys all play all of my Zacchaeus boy? Did oh. I? in all your leagues, started him up 4 for 103 and one on six targets. Good for the Falcons, right? They tried to blow it like usual and, <laughs> and they, they accidentally held on to this one. No one accidentally scored a touchdown to ruin their day. That's still going to blow my mind for years to
1: come. Yeah, it was getting scary because Atlanta came out to their normal hot start and my big uh, champ quarterback was Drew Locke and I was like, oh, Oh, great. Listeners are going to give me trouble over this one. But I remembered Atlanta gives up all those points in the second half, and Drew Locke came through with a 300-plus yard passing, two TD performance. I think he was he was obviously a great streamer if you needed a quarterback this week. Yeah, he
2: ran a touchdown in, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one.
1: Yeah, yeah really he, good streamer. He looked You're really welcome. good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he looked really good in that comeback.
0: Uh, you know who else looked really good for the first time? Jerry Judy.
2: Yeah, that Seven. that's Drop him.
1: <laughs> yeah, every time uh I was seeing a play from this game, it was Judy getting targeted and he looked good after the catch. He looked he looked spry, you know? Spry. Spry.
0: He looked spry. Okay, what does spry actually mean though? Okay, I see him reaching for his keyboard. He's about to type
1: yeah, it
2: in. So. Googling it. <laughs> we'll it, <wait> for... <laughs> it means Agile, full of energy. <laughs> I mean active. Lively,
1: especially of an old person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Other than that last part, yeah, he was very spry. Uh, 7 for 125 and 1 on 14 targets. Now, he was playing Atlanta's defense. They're terrible. Um, but 14 target and they, the game script was in like a passing way for the Broncos. So... I'm interested now. Scott, are you going to go right back to the waiver wire and look for Jerry Judy now?
2: No, I was just about to ask you guys how you feel about this. I picked up Tim Patrick in, I think, both leagues that I was in. He got a touchdown, too. He got nine targets, obviously significantly less yards, but he has been very consistent through the year. He's gotten, I feel like, eight to ten targets per game. He's gotten plenty of touchdowns. I'm still leaning toward Tim Patrick, sure, Judy had a better game this time. I don't think Tim Patrick's going away. I feel like he's been the number one since Sutton went down. I just want to see what you guys think about it. I'll take Jerry Judy, Matt. I'll take Jerry Judy. I like him
1: a lot more as a wider receiver, Stop but him, I do sir. I do agree that Tim Patrick is filling in the Sutton role. Like that's pretty obvious in this offense, right? Which means that I think he will be fantasy start of That's a word. But startable, Jerry Judy. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry Judy is the wide receiver to own. I think.
0: Uh, Didn't Jerry Judy miss some time, and then Tim Patrick ascended? So now that Jerry Judy was played
2: every game except maybe one. I thought he was out for a while, banged up. No, he had like he was like very consistent with between like thirty-five and fifty-five yards. Like for the first like six weeks, it was like identical almost. Never really had a breakout game. Had one touchdown. So that's why I was like, okay, when's your breakout coming? Never came. So that's why I dropped him. He was always getting targets and decent receptions and all, you know, he wasn't goosing, but never did he have a flashy game.
0: Now, Ryan has tossed us some statistics regarding Todd Gurley. Is this concerning to you guys? Over these last four games, his yards per carry were 2.4, 2.7, 2.6, 2.8.
1: What's not concerning about that to me is the column right next to it that's showing uh, an average of one touchdown per game in those last four games. That's, if you get me that in fantasy, you're doing all right. As long as he's getting utilized in the red zone at the goal line, I'm still starting him. So Todd Gurley or Ezekiel Elliott rest of the season? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, fantasy baseball. I mean, right now you got to say Gurley, don't you? I think
0: I would take Todd Gurley. I can't believe it, but I think I take Todd Gurley. Scott. Oh, I'm so uh, Scott is the Zeke like owner of the year.
2: Well, I'll be honest. I have been wavering on Zeke. I don't think he's someone you don't play, but I'll be honest. In touchdown only, I benched Zeke and I played. Josh Jacobs and that worked out and um Gurley and they both got a touchdown and Zeke did not. So I feel like I'm playing the right guys every week, but at the same time, I can't feel like Zeke's going to go scoreless forever. They got to figure out a little bit here. I mean, they didn't look terrible
0: no, in the first no, no, half they with did.
2: their rookie quarterback. So yeah, I think Zeke's yeah. He's had a couple crap weeks because they're trying to get it going again. I think he'll be back to decent RB two numbers here soon.
0: All right. Buffalo Bills beat the Seattle Seahawks 44-34. Matt predicted this to be a barn burner, and he was absolutely right. I it was the high scoring game of the day, if I'm not mistaken, 78 total points.
1: Oh, yeah. That way beat Vegas' odds. I don't even need to see him.
0: Yeah. Josh Allen. We told you to start Josh Allen in every format possible, and he took advantage of the Seattle defense. He had over 400 yards passing, had a rushing touchdown, three passing touchdowns, just all around great for bills. Pass catchers. John Brown came back had 11 targets, almost a hundred yards. He looked good.
1: Yeah. and I think last week was the week that I plug and played him out of desperation and he got me like two points. So thanks John Brown. Goddamn
0: asshole. Now Zach Moss, seems to have taken over the lead running back role in Buffalo. He had nine rushing attempts. Singletary had two granted. They did not run the ball very often. I think they went in with the game plan of Seattle's passing defense is the worst. So they just did that the entire game. That was nice. Yeah, it
2: it really was
0: anything to take away from the bill side of the ball.
1: I Other think than like they said, were awesome, yeah. You, you get you gotta like Moss more going forward, but it could have been very game script dependent. I'm not sure. I like seeing him get in the end zone, but I'm not saddling my wagon to that.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, right. looking at the uh, average rush yards per carry on the Bills, it's pretty gross. Singletary was 0. .5, Isaiah McKenzie one, Josh Allen two, Zach Moss two. So. 34 total yards.
0: Seattle's really good good at stopping the run. See, let's talk about Seattle. I saw a stat that they are on pace to be the worst pass defense in NFL history. And it's not even close as in. They're going to, they're on pace to give up almost a thousand yards passing more than the worst passing defense in history.
1: Wow. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate because how good their offense looks this year, I would consider them super con- super bowl contenders if their defense wasn't so abysmal. Like this mm-hmm. is they should have made some moves at the trade deadline, right? Do something to beef this thing up. Yeah.
0: Um Jamal Adams came back though, didn't he? Jamal Adams was back for this game. He was out for a little bit their safety that they got from the Jets. Well, that didn't do shit. <laughs> no. So Russell Wilson on the other side of the ball. I mean, the game script was a lot towards the Bills, so Seattle was throwing the ball a lot to come back into this game. Um, it started off touchdown Bills, punt for Seattle, touchdown Bills, interception for Seattle, field goal. So they're down 17 nothing almost immediately. But Wilson, 390 yards through the air. He did turn the ball over four times, but when you put everything on Russell Wilson's shoulders, it's bound to happen, right? You're not worried about those turnovers with Russie. Right? It's a heavy load. I'll give you a heavy load. So ugh, DK Metcalf was great. Tyler Lockett was. Pfft. Is this just another one of those games where you don't know which one to start?
2: Yeah. I think the consistent play is Metcalf. He's a big red zone target and he gets up yards even when he doesn't score. Lockett seems to be a little more boomer bust. Metcalf I feel like has a little more consistent games even when he doesn't throw up gaudy numbers he still is playable with 70 yards or something like that Yeah, and Metcalf got his touchdown late I believe in this game if I remember correctly and yeah. it's one
1: of those things that were if they're in the red zone and throwing I feel like Russell is looking for Metcalf he's his safety net there he, he's who he wants to force the ball to because he knows he's going to make the play which you got to love as a characteristic of your wide receiver in fantasy. Mm-hmm.
0: Matt, you did you start DJ Dallas? Did we talk about him on the in the perspective of you were going to start him? Or my I, I did end up that?
1: starting him. I think the narrative changed a little bit since our Thursday show, so I don't think I was playing on then. Um, but it turns out Hyde and Carson were still out, and whoever else I was considering wasn't looking hot. So I did play DJ Dallas, and the TD kind of bailed me out there.
0: Yeah, 731 in that touchdown, saved it. But again, game script was not very run-friendly for the Seahawks, uh, as it's not going to be because, ooh, on defense. Anything else major to take away from this game? So, move on. Let's go. Baltimore Ravens, 24, Indianapolis Colts, 10. Let me start by asking, did you guys see Phillip Rivers Try to tackle that guy after uh, Jonathan Taylor fumbled stumble it. and
1: lay down. Oh my, <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure the guy hurdled him and
2: kind of yeah. just like, gave
0: him a little kick <laughs> on the way over.
1: <laughs> Good try, that's by. right.
0: He looked like the most unathletic person I've ever seen, and then the guy just hurdles him. <laughs> gotta poor, look poor it up, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look it up. Philip Rivers trying to make a tackle.
1: That's a known risk whenever you sign Philip Rivers is he's going to, well, there's going to be picks and turnovers where he needs to cover and he's not going to, he's not going to make a tag.
0: And after the guy hurled him, he is like there, like spread out on the ground. Just, you know, he's thinking, oh my God, this is going to be on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's start with the winning team though. The Ravens Lamar Jackson, he through the air was absolutely nothing, but 13 for 58 and a touchdown on the ground. So he saves you. Like Matt has always said, he's a quarterback and a running back in one. So I guess he bailed you out. But are you guys concerned about Lamar Jackson?
1: Yeah. I don't love him in fantasy either. Just you you want a quarterback who's throwing it around 300 every week. And I think he's he's hovering just under 200 every week, right?
0: Yeah. I mm. mean... He's not helping any of his pass catchers. There's nobody that did great from a pass catching standpoint because there's 170 yards passing and no touchdowns. That goes for Mark Andrews. It goes for Marquise Brown. Like, ugh. Dobbins and Edwards. When,
1: Go ahead. Sorry. What about when Des Bryant gets in the mix? Huh? Huh? Oh, doggie. Honestly, that may change things. How old is Des Bryant? Is he, I think he's 31. 31. He? <laughs> and that is the same age, I believe, as Julio Jones. So come on. He's still, he's still spry. He is he, now. This is officially <laughs> spry because yeah, he's yeah. an old man.
0: Okay, <laughs> JK Dobbins. Danny, how old are you? Edwards, I don't want to say now <laughs> we that we reference it. I will say I'm older than 31. Uh, I'm 32. Scott, you're 33.
2: That's true.
0: Oh man, gross. Uh, JK Dobbins <laughs> and edward split touches.
2: I mean, uh, I would like to voice my opinion on Lamar, Danny.
0: All right, let's move on to the Colts. What is your opinion of Lamar Jackson? Go.
2: I was just about to say of eight games, that is five now that he's under 20 points, and he only got bailed out this week for a rushing touchdown. When you drafted Lamar Jackson, you were not expecting many games under 20 points, and it's the majority now, so I am very concerned if I'm a Lamar Jackson owner because they're finding ways to win without him, and why would they change that up? Lamar Jackson or Matt Ryan?
1: The rest of the year i think i'd go oh matt ryan just that offense is they're not winning every game but
2: they're scoring a lot of points all right yeah he didn't throw many touchdowns for a little streak there but yeah I, I might lean toward ryan especially when ridley comes back okay
1: obviously especially with Gurley's yards per carry down the sewer they're gonna have to <laughs> go there, right.
0: <laughs> tom brady or lamar jackson lamar jackson there right after that little we'll, <laughs> pooping down the leg you did on national television
1: yeah I, well you would think so but then all of a sudden Tom Brady will throw for five touchdowns next week so yeah, you,
2: you said toss that game out Danny I'm not gonna hold his whole season of what he's done very well and cast that aside just because of one shoddy game
0: sure Drew Brees or Lamar Jackson rest of the season
1: uh Drew Brees Michael Thomas is back this offense is gonna be grooving yeah
2: sure I'd go with that too
1: okay
0: uh, moving on to the, well, no, I'm not moving on. Let's talk about the Colts. Good Lord, Danny. Phillip Rivers. Nah. These were two good defenses. I will say that we can't not talk about how the Colts defense probably held the Jackson down because they are top three defenses in the league. And Baltimore is also really good. So Rivers didn't have a great game either, but the backfield in Indianapolis was scary again because Wilkins 11 carries Jonathan Taylor, six Taylor got the touchdown looked pretty good in that opening quarter i should we should say i'm nervous about jonathan taylor and i'm a jt owner are you guys nervous as well if you are a jt owner
1: situation to avoid i was really high on jonathan taylor too um i thought he was so is the is the old 90s actor jonathan taylor thomas right Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I always want to keep going when I say his name. I want to keep going to Thomas, and I have to cut myself off. I would love it if you kept doing it, though.
0: (laughs) Let's just start doing it. We'll make it a thing.
1: Okay, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, go. That's the thing now. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I was excited about him because I thought, especially after their bye, coach talk was happening. They would get more involved. Just everything seemed to be – I think Wilkins was banged up then, too, right? I might be wrong about that. Uh, But Uh Marlon Mack out all year. I thought Taylor was going to be – the guy and they just don't want to do it. They're not seeing enough out of him. And that's that's kind of what I hear from people who watch every play of their games. They're just not seeing enough out of Jonathan Taylor yet, even though they want him to be that guy.
2: God, Scott, what were you going to say? I was just thinking that this is not the game where I would be basing a whole lot of my opinion on him. He was a little banged up. It's Baltimore. I definitely agree with what you guys are saying. You're not seeing what you wanted to with where you drafted him in hopes of where he was going to be. This game, just not indicative of, of, I feel like, what could be or what should be. Good defense. Anybody wasn't getting going against Baltimore. So I'm I'm not going to throw it aside yet, but I, I would definitely be a little concerned, like you guys said. Yeah, he was a tough draft. He was like third
1: or fourth round, wasn't he? And that was yeah. assuming a healthy Mac. And Mac is out, and he's still not really living up to his draft spot. Right. Now
0: what was it okay am i wrong was Jonathan yes tim you're Thomas, wrong was it john because i might be mixing this up with uh tim allen which one of them were in jungle to jungle those was were it, both they were both in jungle to jungle
2: yeah he was his stepdad right i don't know oh wait no tim allen was in jungle to jungle
0: because it was either tim allen was the stepdad or it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Thomas was a kid. I don't think they're both in it though. No,
2: no, you're right. Jungle to Jungle is definitely Tim Allen. Oh,
0: yeah, that's because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, vetted it. Yep, that second one, we're, we're right. Tim Allen, not JDT. Anywho, although if you type in Jonathan Taylor Thomas Jungle, it does pop up, but he's not in it. So we're not What's the only one.
2: I'm, think, I'm thinking of Chevy Chase as his stepdad. What movie was that? Where it's like the Boy Scouts, isn't it? Chevy Chase is Jonathan Ooh. Taylor Thomas' his stepdad,
0: and there are Boy Scouts in it. We gotta just gotta pull up IMDb and just look at the full
2: JTT. John Candy is like the troop leader.
0: Oh, there's a. There was a John. Is John Candy and Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Oh yeah, it was trefector. like called.
1: Was it? Was that like Wild Outdoors or something? Crazy like that? the Great Outdoors. Was that it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what? This is Googleable. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Let's move on, and we will figure that out for you. Uh, also, through the air in the as the Colts, Michael Pittman. Let's talk about Michael Pittman real quick. We talked about him in the preseason as being the next big thing for the Colts. Uh, opposite of Ty Hilton. Well, Ty Hilton. So Pittman comes back from injury. Seven targets, four catches, fifty-six yards. I'm interested in Michael Pittman from a
1: waiver perspective, and we're going to get into our waivers. Are you guys optimistic as well? I'm more optimistic about him than Hilton. We'll get into it later on our drop section, but uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to be talking about Hilton there, and I I wouldn't mind replacing him with Pittman just with upside.
0: Oh, my gosh. Ryan with the win. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Man of the house was Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That is a great movie. I do remember that movie.
1: <laughs> See, that is why we have Ryan on board to figure out our <laughs> pop culture references that we just I mean, we haven't quite made the connection. Oh man, and it's a Disney movie too.
0: It's probably on Disney Plus. Anywho, I'm gonna watch that later. Let's move on. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Carolina Panthers 33 to 31. That was a really good game. I didn't expect that at all. The Panthers had a chance. It would have been, they I think they attempted a like super massive field goal rather than Hail Mary and it didn't work out at the very end. Yeah.
2: I don't think Kansas City expected it either. I feel like they kind of came out thinking we got this and then realized halfway through the second quarter, oh shit, we better get our stuff together. We are yeah. getting beat pretty handily right now. I mean, if you're Kansas City though, like come out, like
1: you gotta come out thinking like, oh yeah, we're gonna destroy Carolina, they're Carolina. Yeah. But um, and that's also Casey's thing is right. They get down a little bit. They get it like they get people talking about it. And then they just dominate the second half and they mm-hmm. come back win. I mean, Patrick Mahomes really is. I mean, he really is outstanding, but
0: they got Christian McCaffrey. I think that's what it was. Christian McCaffrey. He's not going to be that good. Oh, boy. Boy, howdy. Yes, he was just as good as we remember him being. Um, we can start on that side of the ball. Even Christian McCaffrey, 18. For 69 and a touchdown, eh, 10 catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown. That's why you drafted Christian McCaffrey number one overall, is he is a running back and a wide receiver rolled into one. And just when you're like, great, I've got my running back one back, what does he do? He injures his shoulder. Aww. He may not play week 10. He looked like he was in a lot of pain, too. Hopefully, you kept Mike Davis... Everybody, are you guys concerned about CMC week 10?
1: I'm now frantically uh, searching my
2: waiver wire, seeing if Mike Davis is available anywhere.
0: Scott, what do you think? Mike Davis?
2: Yeah, go for it. I mean, I'd be a little nervous. I mean, Carolina's three and six, so why rush McCaffrey back for a team that's probably not going anywhere?
0: Well now, hold hold on, hold on. To Get
2: the people going.
0: They can finish ten and six, and ten and six usually gets you into the playoffs. Scott,
1: you dumb yeah, asshole. Good good luck with that. <laughs> Did you guys hear? This is kind of a a tangent, but uh, apparently the NFL has like contingency plans, like being decided right now for um a sixteen team playoff in oh. case like COVID becomes a big thing after bye weeks, games have to get canceled, and all of a sudden schedules aren't getting finished out so then they just do a 16 team playoff instead have
2: you heard anything about that i did hear that on the radio today interested yeah i don't know the ins and outs but why not you got to make your money back somehow
0: why not because that's that's something crazy to throw at people right in the middle of the sea like i'm all about it that's more football and playoff football is the best i love it but why not just expand this There's 32 teams in the league. That's a perfect number for a 32 team (laughs) tournament. You get the Chiefs versus the Jets. Whoa! Then the Jets pull it off. Oh my god, the excitement. Double elimination, round robin. The whole season is a tournament. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. But no, that sounds really cool. I'd be all right. Well, right now it's 14. So teams in the in the playoffs. So there's expanding by Oh yeah,
1: with the with the lice expansion. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk. Okay, guys, you guys need to talk me off the cliff. I am really losing it with DJ Moore now. Two for 18 on three targets. He got out targeted by Christian McCaffrey, uh, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and Mike Davis. I am getting more and more nervous. The alarms are starting to sound. He still has his big games. He's still a touchdown threat at all times. He's a big play threat. And Teddy Bridgewater is... More than qualified to be the quarterback of this team. But I think this is a real three headed monster in the wide receiving core because Curtis Samuel. What the hell?
1: Yeah, Curtis Samuel's been riding my pine for the last two weeks because I picked him up because he's been trending up. And guess what? He's still trending up. Like he keeps doing better and better each week. So I think he's like, he's really shooting for a start. I'll do a quick, uh, who do you start? Uh, assuming I've filled my flex with a running back. I have three wide receiver slots in this league. I have Julio Jones, Brandon cooks, Michael Thomas and Curtis Samuel. You gotta sit Curtis Samuel there, right? Yeah. 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 Unless think, you can fit him into your
0: flex. I was, I was reading Brandon cooks targets are insane as well. They're like nine, 10, 12, nine. Like he gets a lot of targets in in
1: Houston. So I think he's been guys, great ever since Bill O'Brien's been gone. Yeah.
2: I would ask you, Danny, if you're, I, I definitely agree with you that DJ Moore is shaky at best right now. My question is who are you going to find on the waiver wire that you're more confident in playing on a given week?
0: No one. see standard and Yahoo, the trade deadline is November 14th, which is coming up in a couple of days. So I've been shopping them around to no avail. Um, uh, I tried to give him to Anthony for Tyler Boyd, but that got shot down as quickly as I hit enter um, on the keyboard. He was not interested. So I think you have to just hold on to him. I think I have to play him too in my league, which is just, it's just endlessly frustrating when Christian McCaffrey back, that's just another wrinkle in this pain. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater has all the weapons he needs, and Curtis Samuel is looking better and better every single week. And as Ryan has pointed out to us, this is the final year of his deal. There's, he's going to, I mean, he's looking for a new job potentially or at least a new contract. So he's going balls to the wall full ham this year, and it's paying off. Do you start Curtis Samuel or DJ Moore right now? I'd go Samuel over Moore. I would as well. And that's very sad because you guys know how much I love DJ Moore.
1: Going back Scott. to your uh, DJ Moore for uh, Boyd trade, he, he rightfully shut you down there. He should not yeah. have accepted that trade. Well, look, okay, you just got to dip your toes
0: in the water, check the temperature. Scott, mm-hmm. DJ Moore, or Curtis Samuel?
2: Yeah, I feel pretty gross about doing it, but I think you guys are right. Yeah, lean toward Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel or Christian Kirk on a weekly basis. Christian Kirk's been balling too. Yeah. I'd have to look at, I can't think of what he's done other than recency bias beyond the last like two or three weeks. So I'd have to, I'd have to do a little more research on that one. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. I
1: think they've both been trending really well. I think Kirk was a benefactor of, I can't remember if anybody was covering up Hopkins, but Hopkins had a down week and Kirk had a big week. So I think Hopkins might've been getting smothered. The and Dolphins have a that, really good corner on their team. I think yeah. he was draped on them. Yeah. So that's why I don't trust Kirk on a week to week. And Samuel. Yeah. He's not the only threat and he's not the best threat in their team, but he's getting a lot of usage and it's trending up. He's getting a good rapport with Bridgewater. So I might, I might go Samuel depending on what the quarterback wide receiver matchups are. Let's talk about the Chiefs' side of the ball. This backfield.
0: Ugh. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, five carries for 14 yards. He did have five targets, including a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell, four carries. Blah, yucky. Can you still... I mean, you can still start CEH, but I don't think you can start Bell right now, can you?
2: Probably not. Not with any
0: confidence, anyway. I don't have confidence in anyone on my fantasy teams, so...
2: Granted, like I said, they went down early, so they started throwing the ball a lot once that was working and being very productive. Obviously, they didn't get very far ahead. It was a two-point win by the end. You had to keep doing what was working, so they weren't going to go back to the rush. If they have a game like they had the last two weeks before this where rushing seemed to be the thing, Mahomes didn't have to do it all himself. you got to figure Le'Veon Bell is going to be getting a, a little more Im- in terms of carry amounts and if he has a good week. You're going to regret it if you don't play him. But you're not doing anything besides maybe thinking about a flex with him.
0: You're always starting Travis Kelsey, and you're always starting Tyreek Hill, just so everyone's aware. Between the two of them, they had 30 targets Ooh. in this game. 30. 3-0. Kelsey had 12, and Hill had 18. And they went full ham, so good for you. Um, I think that's all to take away from this, yeah? Chiefs yeah. look good. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings beat the Detroit lions 34 to 20 Dalvin cook. If we had to redraft right this moment, would Dalvin cook be number
1: one on your board? I mean, he's obviously talented enough to be number one running back. Overall, it was always a bit of an injury concern with him, which I think he was knocked out a week or two earlier this year, but um, Mm -hmm. man, he looks goddamn good on the field. And this was a dream matchup for him. Yeah. in Minnesota against Detroit who has a piss poor rush defense. I expected a lot out of Cook this week and god damn it he delivered.
0: Dalvin Cook had more rushing yards than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had total yards this week. Ew. Oh my word. 22 for 206 and two on the ground. That's ridiculous. And then he had two catches for 46 yards. That's great in itself. Uh Kirk Cousins had 20 attempts because Dalvin Cook was just tearing things up. What does this do for Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen? They've had kind of crappy weeks because they didn't throw the ball. Like, rest of the season, are you guys concerned about Jefferson and Thielen because Cook is succeeding so
2: well? I'd say look at who they're playing. Like Matt just said, this is a dream matchup. I don't remember. Who did they play last week? I can't even remember offhand. I'm willing to bet not a very good run defense. So, yeah, he's done absolutely lights out the last two weeks, but I would be hard-pressed to think Thielen or Jefferson don't have a couple of good games throughout the rest of the year here. However, I will say I am a Thielen owner in one league. I'm probably not going to play him until he shows me something because I do have some better options.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it was like the Packers.
2: Yeah, it was the Packers who are another Awful. terrible
1: run. defense. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And next week they play the bears and the bears are good. So they'll come Real back. back yes. Yeah, now's the time to sell Dalvin cook. No, don't sell Dalvin cook, please. <laughs> um, <you're listening. laughs> but yeah. I'm a little, I mean, I'm a little concerned because this can happen, but now we're going to do other side of the ball. I was very disappointed in Matthew Stafford. I'm not mad. I'm just, Disappoint. oh <laughs> see that's almost worse <laughs> yeah he, but then it made me feel bad about being disappointed because then he got concussed I guess he got sacked and then took a leg right to the old noggin and he was out and guess who we got to see sprint on out there on that field Scott <laughs> Chance McDaniel'sberry in the flesh Chase Daniel came in for 13 plays or 13 passes I should say yeah, it didn't matter at that point
1: I feel like every time he comes in to throw, he's just mad. He's like, you know, this is ruining my like highest paid like player per pass attempt in the yeah. league. Each yeah. time I have to throw the ball out here.
0: Yeah, this team is hurting without Kenny Galladay. I mean, that much is clear.
1: The ball got spread around really well, though, but that doesn't help anyone for fantasy. <laughs> I think the the thing that's hurt this team the most is the coaching. And I I hate the people that pin it solely on that, but. I think Patricia needs to go and they just keep clinging on to him. There's still been no news of him getting fired after this week. Mm
2: -hmm. Now, after this game, we talked about going into this game. Who would you play Jonathan Taylor or Swift? And we just talked about Taylor and how he didn't show up too much. Are you leaning towards Swift at all at this point?
0: Yes, is my answer. Uh, Matt, is that
1: your answer too? Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. I mean, it's hard to start. (laughs) It's hard to start Taylor right now. Um, Swift, another decent performance. So, yeah, I I guess I'd go Swift. I like the Lions more anyway, so why not? Yeah, Swift
0: had 13 carries and Peterson had eight. They both had five targets. How do you target Adrian Peterson five times through the air when he's like 45 years old? He didn't look
1: spry. Shitty, like roll out flat pass bullshit that Mm -hmm. doesn't do anything.
2: So I was really looking for Danny, you to say, I was wrong, Scott. You were right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you were looking for. No, that did not connect. That did not connect.
0: (laughs) I will give you some props to Hawkinson touchdown again. I mean, he doesn't do it yardage wise, but boy, can that guy score touchdowns? Man, what a shot. Anyway, uh hey, remember when I talked about Danny Amendola?
2: He had 10 targets. You're right. Did you play him?
0: No. (laughs) All
1: right. If you are a listener of Chumps Champs podcast and you played Danny Amendola because of Danny's reference last week, write us and we'll get you like a free sticker or something. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, on the docket.
0: Giants beat the Washington football team 23 to 20. Bummer. <laughs> okay. Explain that. Why Why bummer that the game happened?
2: No, I was just thinking that Washington was a little better than this and they really just, although they, their quarterback got hurt. So that's probably a big part of it.
0: Yeah. Let's start there. Let's start with Washington. Kyle Allen had a gruesome ankle injury that required surgery today, but Hey, Alex Smith is going to be the starter next week. And speaking of
2: gruesome injuries, Yeah. He
0: 325 yards. He did throw three picks. I mean, it looked that good, but Hey, over 300 yards passing. I think he's the best quarterback on this team. So I think this is good for Washington moving forward. I'm
2: excited to see what he can do. I'm really excited. I'm happy for him. (laughs) That has to be
1: so tough for him to like, just get popped in the games. Like, okay, we know you almost died because of a leg injury. This guy's like foot just got turned around backwards. Hop in there, bud. Don't
0: fuck <laughs> this up. Uh,
1: like I've gone back to though. It's like he shouldn't be on the roster getting paid league minimum plus whatever he's getting paid um, if he's not willing and ready and able to go out there and play. So that's his opportunity. He wants to do this. Let him get out there and do it.
0: Yeah, Terry McLaurin was great. Seven for 115-1. and He had a big, long touchdown from Alex Smith, and he looked untackleable, which was pretty cool. Uh, Gibson was okay. He had a touchdown, but he was okay. I want to talk about JD McKissick. You know, we'll do it a a little later in another segment. But McKissick, 14 targets as a running back. You have to note that. That's such a high target share that even in standard leagues, that's just a lot of opportunities. Like, are you guys interested in McKissick?
2: No. That was good, but I think a game flow helped a lot. (laughs) They were down by quite a bit. They're
0: going to be down by quite a bit frequently, though, right? Well, Their defense
2: hasn't been terrible. I mean, they haven't been getting blown out as much as I thought they were going to going into this year.
1: Yeah. I'm all I gotta say go. is, like, if, if I have to play like a oh, running back who's just getting targeted a decent amount on a really bad offense, because like I hope I have better options. If, if anything, I'm gonna roster JD McKissick and struggle to play him in my flex, and that's all that's gonna happen. There, right? Yeah,
0: that's 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 fair. He's a desperation play, I guess. Um, on the Giants' side of the ball, Daniel Jones was blah. He fumbled the ball twice again. I mean, didn't lose him, but stop fumbling the ball, Daniel Jones. Dan or er, Ingram had a touchdown, 10 targets. Shepard had eight targets. We'll talk about Darius Slade, and he had one target. I mean, Golden Tate was out on this one. I, I don't think there's much to take away. There's nothing we learned from this game. I don't
2: yeah, think. Yeah, just watched the old angle injury. Yeah, that hurts.
0: Yeah, Gallman had 14 carries for 68 and one, but if, do we have an update on Freeman? I think he's due to be back soon, right? to take the wind out of Gallman's
1: sails yeah I don't know I I still own Freeman in a league because I think he's just in my IR but I'm not excited for him to come back and throw him into my lineup or anything like that
0: well when if he that's what I'm saying though if he doesn't come back Gallman was fine today but if he comes back I think that goes out the window
1: agreed yeah Uh,
0: how would it feel to in a, a league that you really care about I have to start two Giants and two Reds or not Redskins. Sorry, two Washington players, because that's what I did. I had to start Ingram, Shepard, Gibson and McLaurin. Granted, McLaurin, I would have started no matter what anyway. But yikes! it
1: doesn't.
2: Yeah. Feel good. yeah, you
0: don't feel good. Scott, I know your heart was beating for this Texans Jaguars finish. It was a great end of the game. The Texans beat the Jaguars twenty seven, twenty five. But how did you feel about that?
2: I wasn't keeping as close tabs as God what was it, going Scott. on. I did watch for the first, like, uh, again, I didn't have the game, so I only had to watch through GameCast. But the, like, first drive, Chark's 70-yard touchdown, I was like, holy shit. I know, Matt, you're pretty pissed you didn't play Chark, I guess, in a flex. But, but then okay. Houston comes right back, and then you had Cooks in, so they throw a 50-yard touchdown to him. It was a weird up and down right away. I was definitely hoping they were going to pull this off. Mm-hmm. Disappointed. They didn't. I thought maybe they had something in that rookie quarterback. Yeah. Way too early to Jimmy tell, Lotus though.
1: was going to sling a bomb to uh DJ chart.
0: I hope this guy like does like exceedingly well, in this league, and we're still going to call him Jimmy Lotus.
1: Uh, I think it's it's technically Jake, Jake Luton. Luton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like Jimmy Lotus more.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Lotus, yeah, he hit that bomb to Chark and then was kind of blah the rest of the game. He ran that touchdown in the very end. gave him a chance, and they just didn't do it on the two point conversion to uh, extend the game. Uh, James Robinson was great. 99 yards on the ground. Sorry, 100 yard bonusers. Just a little bit short.
1: Yeah, I've seen. People posing questions on social media and whatnot. Like, is James Robinson matchup proof? Who gives a fuck if he's matchup proof? He's an every week starter. Have yeah. him in your lineup and don't worry about it. He is. Put him in there. Yeah, you
0: assholes. Sorry. Yeah, gotta, even I if they're down
2: go. like they usually are. I mean, he got what? Actually, he didn't do What's anything wrong? Receiving this week. But he's typically out there for receiving purposes as well. So, yeah, you got to play him regardless.
0: You're not worried about that Chris Thompson carry? And one. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, yeah, chark was great. Seven for 146 and one on 12 targets. He was the passing offense for like what what was his name now? I'm sorry. I didn't write down what our name for him is. Is Lotus? John. Yeah.
1: G- Jimmy Lotus. <laughs> Jimmy Lotus.
0: <laughs> um, he's gonna be the starter next week. They already said the Minshew's not coming back, so it's gonna be Lotus. And I mean, if he really likes Chark that much, confidence in the world, the Chark, right? Cole and Chenault. Keelan Cole. Look, Le- Chenault combined for three targets, two catches, five yards. Oh, not that you're really just
1: playing. tough. Cause I mean, those guys were being relevant because Minshew had rapport and chemistry with them and that's out the window now. And they just got a rookie or, I don't even know if Lotus is a rookie. Just- I
0: don't know. I, as soon as you said that, I
1: went, <laughs> I don't know. He <laughs> may be 35 years old. Here, I'll rephrase that. We, we got a second stringer in here now who's just going to, I think, uh, try to latch on to the talent and the guy who's going to catch the balls he puts in his vicinity, and that screams Chark more to me, right? He is, a, uh, he is a rookie. 2020 draft, sixth
0: round out of the University of Idaho, the Vandals little
2: trivia for you side shark you know who's coming tyler eifert here he comes yeah. rookie quarterback dump it off to your tight end all
0: right you heard it here first <laughs> from uh got trotsky so
2: houston texans
0: nothing i didn't learn okay let's talk about david johnson concussion out for the game duke johnson comes in to take his place got a touchdown but was otherwise inefficient that's a bummer, Is David John. We've got him in the podcasters
1: leagues. David Johnson going to be back next week. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Who cares? He was like a wide receiver. Or sorry, a running back to like fringe play, right?
0: I think he's a solid running back. Too He's getting the volume and yeah. uh, uh, improving offense. I I care. I care. Solid RB2,
1: but he's he's not that like detrimental blow to your team, I think. You're uh, just
0: saying that cuz you traded him away. So you don't want him
1: to succeed. <laughs> You're just saying that cuz you traded for him, Dan. And then
0: I traded
1: him. <laughs> I <laughs> took him and I
0: shipped him on away. Uh, Watson was great. Fuller and cooks were both great. They both had explosive touchdowns. We're at the point where you you have to start fuller and cooks every week now. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Heartbreaking finish or super exciting finish, depending on who you root for in the Raiders chargers game, Raiders 31 chargers
1: 26. Did you see how this ended? Uh, Mm Just on kind of a replay, but Danny, give us the the frame by frame. Oh god, I'd love to. Okay.
0: Herbie Hancock's on the four. Right. There's one second left on the clock. They're down by oh, five. Yeah, I did see
1: that. Oh
0: well then what why you let me get to that point. Oh you what know, Danny cast. Just, on you know, gamecast. You know, so I didn't stop. see the play.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Herbie drops it right. <laughs> Herbie drops it right in the bucket for some unknown player. <laughs> I don't remember his name. It's irrelevant. It wasn't Keenan Allen, it wasn't Mike Williams, it wasn't Hunter Henry, it don't care. From like they called it a touchdown on the field. Chargers win the game. Celebration. They're going to review it, obviously, because it's super important. The first like three angles they show, it looks like a touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. The last angle they show, it obviously hits the ground, like very, oh. very clearly <laughs> hits the ground. You're like oh, <laughs> oh. As soon as they showed that, then all the Raiders are celebrating, and you can see like in in like Lynn's face and Herbie Hancock's face, they're all like. Oh, this is over. Yeah, so Chargers Roll, lose in a roller coaster of
1: emotion. It, it was heartbreaking <laughs> fashion. Was it like a offensive tackle that they just like called eligible for that play? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this was my one opportunity,
0: right? Like, it was great defense, great catch. I mean, it wasn't a catch. It just it, he just couldn't. He had his feet down. Everything looked good. He just could just popped on that ground. Oh, uh, it sucks. They threw one. Right before him with five seconds left to Mike Williams, Mike Williams goes up for it, doesn't make the catch, lands in the like, most typical Mike Williams way, which is like as awkwardly as he possibly can. And he's just laying there on the ground like Mike Williams is dead again because he landed on his neck and head. <laughs> like, that guy cannot jump, like locate the ball. And then, like, just land gently on your like legs or your arm or something. he always has to do it in the most graphic way possible, and he's always hurt anyway. I went on a rant about Mike Williams, but let's talk about herbie Cancock three twenty six and two almost had a third. He's looking really good,
1: like we've been saying, Danny, I think he's a uh, fire him up, start him every week. um, it's disappointing not to see him getting wins, but you, you gotta like the production for fantasy
0: Keenan Allen nine for 103 and one on 11 targets automatic start every week Mike Williams seven targets five for 81 almost had a touchdown at the end of the game again constantly hurt because he can't jump but let's keep an eye on him and if he's going to get <laughs> i have just <to> <laughs> sorry anywho Hunter Henry I don't like him. I called it as I don't like the connection between Hunter Henry and Herbie Hancock moving forward, because I don't think that what's his actual name. Oh my God. Justin, Justin Herbert <laughs> actually likes him that much. I think Hunter Henry is going to get you 20 to 40 yards, maybe a touchdown. Not really. I don't like him anymore. I'd drop him. You guys agree? Disagree.
2: Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody out there though, that you'd have more confidence in. So I don't know. Drop him, maybe. Depends on who's available. But yeah, I definitely don't like him and I'm not expecting him to do much. Yeah, I'd drop him. I don't need that weight on my bench.
0: Bust of the week was it Justin Jackson? First play from scrimmage, I think. At least when the couple first plays, like he hurt his knee out rest of the game. He came back. He did play another snap, I think, but he didn't touch the ball the rest of the game. What a
2: bummer. I'd say I'm glad I kept Joshua Kelly, but then. Kalen Balaj comes in. What the hell? Yeah. Balaj 15 carries
0: to Kelly's nine. Balaj gets the touchdown. Kalen Balaj,
2: gross, right? Yeah. What the hell was that about? (laughs) Now I think it's safe to drop Joshua Kelly for sure at this point.
0: I mean, Eckler's got to get back sometime. This is just, this is the definition of backfield to avoid because Jackson may be back this week. I know he was out the whole game, but he came back. So it obviously wasn't that, like, serious. If he's back on the sidelines, and, uh. you, anyway, Raider side of the ball, Jacobs. Now, Matt, you own Josh Jacobs in an, in an important league. 14 for 65 and one. What the hell, Booker?
1: Booker. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Is that going to um, continue? I don't know. Yeah, that that's disappointing. Josh Jacobs still ended up with, I guess, 13 points in this league. TD, decent amount of yards. But, man, I want more from Josh Jacobs. I want I want that workhorse workload, and I don't know what the hell Booker is doing there. Mm-hmm.
2: I think this might have been a game where they try to give him a little bit off because didn't he have, like, 27 carries last week or something? 31. 31. 31. Okay, yeah, I, th- I thought maybe it was in the 30s. Yeah. You, You got to really try not to hurt the guy. I mean... You were winning. You did well. No, no, Booker, Booker did. He did well. I mean, he obviously had eight and a half average. I mean, I don't know what it was in terms of if he had a big rush or not. But if someone else is able to step in there and give Jacobs a little bit of a breather and isn't being a detriment to your team, I know we want Josh Jacobs to be the workhorse guy. I had him in a touchdown only league, so I wanted him to get all the touchdowns. But in a purely football standpoint. It makes complete sense to have a guy who's elite doing phenomenal, but you don't want to run him into the ground. Mm-hmm.
0: Darren Waller had a forty-one percent target share, forty-one percent. Ten, uh, was it ten oh, targets? Five I wonder
1: per- uh, who called that one. On the now,
0: now I will say he did get a touchdown, but his five
1: catches were for twenty-two yards. Yeah, well, I said they were going to target the hell out of him. I didn't, didn't say. <laughs> <Yeah. stay. laughs> okay.
0: All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. All
1: right. Yeah, yeah. I, he could have done more with it. I agree. Uh, Rugs, Aguilar, Renfro.
0: I know Aguilar and Renfro scored, but I don't know what to do with him on a weekly basis, so I'm going to avoid the wide, the wide receivers in Las Vegas. Do you guys think differently?
1: I agree with you. Okay.
0: Yep. Steelers, 24, Cowboys, 19. This was surprising. The Cowboys had the lead until under the two-minute warning, I believe, in the fourth quarter.
1: Dallas, I don't, I don't know. They might have come out a little bit too much like, oh, we don't have to worry about Dallas. Like, This is going to be an easy one and not so much. Ooh, yeah, Garrett Gilbert. Scott,
0: I think you mentioned it earlier. Hey, he, he didn't do so bad. 243 yards, touchdown pick. Yeah, he looked good at the beginning. Zeke Elliott, I think they were surprised that they were in this game. So I think that they actually used Zeke a little
2: more than they wanted to coming off of his little injury. Yeah, they had Pollard in at the beginning of the game, and then they realized, holy shit, we're winning. And then it seems like Zeke really took over after the first quarter. And by the way, I don't go back to Garrett Gilbert, right?
1: Uh, Yeah. He was the quarterback of the Orlando Apollos in the AAF uh, back in 2019 for any uh, fans listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was fun to see. That was fun to see an AAF guy get in the mix. There you go. He
0: divided the targets evenly between Lamb, Gallup, Cooper, and even Schultz. So I still think I'm tempering expectations on these wide receivers. I don't know if I even want to start any of them other than Amari Cooper because of the talent. Agreed.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. still. We talked about Gallup. He really hasn't been there this year regardless of the quarterback you don't play him cd lamb he might be flex worthy depending on how many people are in your league what you got
0: speaking of three wide receivers on one team that I don't know who to start the pittsburgh steelers juju had the biggest stat line six for 93 and one but he had the lowest amount of targets out of the big three dj and claypool each had double digit targets from big ben I mean, we're. I didn't learn anything from the Steelers. It's still a revolving door, and I don't know who to start and who's going to get the touchdown or the most targets. Did you guys see anything that made one of them stand out to you? Situation to
1: avoid. <laughs>
2: yeah, I still always had faith in Juju based on his talent. But yeah, with Deontay or Claypool, ugh, each week, who knows? You're, you're throwing them in your flex, hoping to God they hit that week. But... I would hope I have better options.
0: James Conner was worthless, but though there will be better days moving forward. Let's move on to the last game. Dolphins beat the Cardinals 34 to 31. The Dolphins are five and three. Good Good, for them. Good for you. Good for you, man. It's
1: impossible not to root for the Dolphins. All right.
0: Right. Kyler Murray was awesome. He was the QB one on the week. 283 yards and three touchdowns. Also rushed for over a hundred yards and a touchdown. Christian, Her- Christian Kirk hit a bomb again, a 56 yard bomb, 5 for 123 and 1. Hopkins got shut down, man. 3 for 30 on three targets. Wow. Is he done? Is he washed, yeah. is the real question, guys? <laughs> no, he's not washed. He's <laughs> DeAndre funny. Hopkins. Larry, Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald
2: in the second half of the season. Here he comes, folks. Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: Trade Hopkins. You heard it from Scott first. No, don't do that. Chase Edmonds had 25 carries, but he didn't do anything with them. He kind of sucked, 70 yards. But if Drake is out next week, you got to keep playing Chase Edmonds, right? Because
1: the volume's there. Yep. Yeah, I, I heard some people online saying like, "See, it wasn't Drake's fault. Even Chase Edmonds <laughs> didn't do well." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> nah, no, Drake dude. still sucks." Like, there's so many people out there that still want to be like, "No, Drake's still a thing, guys. Come on, Drake, mm-hmm.
0: right?" Yeah. No, he sucks. The Dolphins have a. No one's going to believe in their defense until the end of time, but they have a really good defense. Yeah, uh you look good. I mean, we've got a lot of rookie quarterbacks doing good things. This is his first. I'm sorry, his second start. Two forty eight through the air, two touchdowns, a handful of yards on the ground. It was fine.
1: Yeah, Tua is probably pretty owned at this point, right? Just his backup. Uh, but. I mean, if you miss out on the Herbie Hancock bandwagon, you still need a QB. Maybe throw two on your bench and just
2: make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't light anything up, but I, I would be honest if I said he did kind of what I expected him to do on a team that's defense was decent but not incredible in Arizona. Two had a pretty solid game. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what you're expecting with all the hype. Yeah, we're gonna talk about
0: uh, De- Devonte Parker in a little bit. Preston Williams, he did great too, four for sixty and one, but then he got carted off the field, and, and they're looking like his season might be over. Oh, 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 yikes! The running backs were absolutely worthless. Other than that, Jordan Howard touchdown. He was terrible, and then he scored a touchdown. And if you happen to play him, then good for you. But that was awful.
2: Yeah. Side note: Two is only owned in twenty four percent of leagues, Matt. So there's plenty of leagues that he's still around.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying... I mean, there's only one Herbie Hancock, but, I mean, if you need something, go down the stretch. Roster get him. All
0: right, guys, let's go to break. That took a while. Sorry, but that was thorough, and I loved every moment of it. So It was fun. We're having fun. We're having fun. Um, side <laughs> note, the Patriots just tied the game against the Jets with under two minutes, so if you're listening to this live...
2: Stop listening and we'll go <laughs> watch the game because
0: somehow that's a thing now. Uh, Ryan, you made that a thing, right? You just give us the nod, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing, <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, for the waivers, drops, <laughs> sell highs, and buy low.
2: after these messages from Benford. Down, down. Uh-huh.
0: Welcome back to the Chunk Champs Podcast. We just watched Nick Bull blast a field goal in to send the Patriots to three and six, three
1: and five. Well, the, I guess the, the more eye-popping thing is Jets still at zero and like nine, zero and ten.
2: Or zero and know. nine. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> come on, Jets. You, you almost knocked off the Patriots for us and the, the, you did. The Patriots are so excited. They're running around right now in the field. You just
0: beat the, Oh, Adam. I do feel bad for Adam Case right here. He is a frustrated as shit.
1: Anywho, do I, don't feel bad for him. I know. I know. I know.
0: Let's get into waivers for week 10. And let's start, guys, with the quarterbacks. Is there a quarterback you guys are eyeballing
1: this week? I'm not going to throw money or fab down on a quarterback, but yeah, guys like drew lock. Um, I would be interested yeah. in rostering down the stretch.
0: Yeah. He looked good. I'm fine with drew Locke. He showed that he could do it. Scott.
2: Yeah. 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 I would um, like Matt. said, I wouldn't be throwing any fab down by any means, but man, you got to look at Alex Smith and just wonder maybe. Maybe he had over 300 yards. Uh, Keep an eye on it. I think that that could work out. Look, they're going to have negative game
0: scripts, probably a lot. Alex Smith is not going to be running the ball much anymore. He's just going to have to sit there and pass the ball. And he did that really, really well in San Francisco and Kansas City. Yes, he's got Terry McLaurin, one of the most talented wide receivers in the league, in my opinion. I like Alex. Toss him on there.
1: See what happens.
0: Matt, you like Alex Smith?
1: Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'd play him in the right situations. I think he has a solid floor. And I mean, I guess if he's thrown 300 plus, he has a decent ceiling, but still not the most exciting or sexy play. Um, Similar to our other uh, quarterback waiver target, I guess, is Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he has a huge ceiling, but he's definitely shown that he is serviceable in fantasy and worth a start in a tight situation.
0: Yeah, I like him the best out of this because now he's got Christian McCaffrey back, hopefully, which is a lot of targets that with the, I mean, the best running back in the league and Curtis Samuels emerging. So now he has Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. That's awesome for Teddy Bridgewater and he uses his legs. Go ahead, Scott.
2: Did you see the uh, game saving play he had when it was fourth and 14? No, I don't know if you guys are watching the game. He Took off and ran and had to literally dive head first like four yards and got hit twice in the air but catapulted over them on fourth and 14 with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter and they went for it and he got it.
0: I like Teddy, he's a gamer, a baby. He's I really a gamer. Like him. Yeah, <laughs> Talk about these quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater and Alex Smith with catastrophic injuries making their comebacks. I like both of them, I'm rooting for both those guys, but you had to pick one of them to put your waiver on, I know you said you wouldn't, Matt, but Locke, Bridgewater
1: or Smith this week is your favorite. Rest of season, I think I think the guy who will deliver the most rest of season points is Bridgewater. Oh, I agree. That's weird. I
0: I agree. Bridgewater. Scott.
1: Yeah,
2: I yeah, slightly, but I would probably agree with that.
0: Running backs, we'll go through these kind of quickly. J.D. McKissick is owning 24% of leagues, got 14 targets, gets a lot of looks from the Washington quarterback. You interested?
2: Not Man. from one week. Game script is in his favor. Okay. Show me again. Mike Davis, let's just
0: keep in mind. I know if you're the Christian McCaffrey owner, just got to keep an eye on that. I think putting him on, on your bench, he's owned in 73% of leagues because people forgot he was there. But you guys agree, you should put him on your bench, right? Yeah. Yeah. Duke Johnson, 16% owned. We don't know about David Johnson. Is this,
2: is this the wide? Why not? Why not go for it? Let's just, let's just do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to monitor David Johnson's uh, status before you start Duke Johnson, but we're getting to that point in the season. We keep talking about, it's like, you can't take your fab money with you. It could be a huge play down the stretch. If Dave out for a few weeks, even. So, yeah, throw some fab at Duke. I agree.
0: Mm-hmm. Other players that I'm not as interested in, but they are people to note. Wayne Gallman is owned in 25% of leagues. This is all pending Devonte Freeman. If Freeman plays, I'm not interested in Gallman. But if Freeman doesn't play, I am interested in Gallman for one week, a one-week rental, essentially. Are you guys in the same boat? Low amount of fab, maybe?
2: If you really need a running back. Yeah, I don't like him, obviously, like you said, for more than a week, though.
1: Yeah, I'd be concerned that Freeman's going to be back this week and then you're blown fab for no reason. Um, I think he, he pra- Freeman practiced this last week. He was just out. So that sounds like it's a trend to him starting this next week and then Goldman's going to be nothing to start. And I'm not saying Freeman's going to light the world on fire, but if Freeman and Goldman are active, meh.
0: Yeah. Kalen Bellage. I'm not interested, but he is somebody to know because he did really well uh, for the Chargers. He's owned in 1% of leagues. No, no thanks. And I could be wrong on that, but what are you guys' thoughts on Balazs?
2: That is for sure, A. You had one who would definitely show me before I'm spending any effort trying to pick you up. Like you said, what's-his-name should be back within... <laughs> Austin Eckler. Eckler, yeah, in a week or two, I would think at this point. (laughs) What's what's his ass? Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) old Dingleberry. So I don't think it's going to be great. Justin Jackson, like you said, who knows his situation? Josh Kelly, Kalen Balazs, who freaking knows, man? I don't have confidence in that. You get lucky if you pick him up, and good for you if you do. I'm not spending any money on him.
1: Yeah, see, I, I agree that I don't expect much here, but I'll throw a zero dollar $0 fab bid on Kalen Blage if nobody else, if everybody's around the same way of thinking to where, oh, he's not going to be anything more than a flash in the pan. I'll throw a zero dollar bid in and have him on my bench and see what happens going forward. We might as well give one dollar then, right? If everyone else is putting zero on him. Well then I'll do (laughs) too. You know that Matt's
0: into it when he picks up the mic with his hand and walks around like he's a singer. (laughs) That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So last one, guys, Ryan Nall. I know who is that? That's a great question. Chicago bears. He would be the default starting running back. uh, If David Montgomery were to miss and you're wondering, well, why didn't he get any carry in this past game against the Titans? And I think it's game script was in the passing way for the Bears, so no one really did. I think he's worth a zero dollar bid. He could be the starter this week against Minnesota, who don't have a very good rushing defense. Emotions. I mean,
1: you're not losing anything on a zero dollar bid if you have spot open on your bench. So do it.
0: What about a forty dollar bid? Probably not. Somewhere in the between. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 20 at any? least
0: yeah <laughs> right um is there anyone else you
1: guys want to mention in the running back column? uh deandre washington did we touch on him yet no we did not go ahead deandre washington got picked up by miami and nobody in their wild wild world of running backs there uh did anything last week so i think deandre washington he couldn't play this week i should note Due to COVID uh, processes and all that kind of stuff, they traded, I think it was a six round pick in next year's draft for DeAndre Washington to KC. So gave up capital for him, huh? So yeah. I think Miami might be looking to use him and he's worth a, a $0 fab bid. Mm-hmm. Put him on your bench, see what he does this weekend. We'll go from there.
0: Also, on the Ryan Nall thing that I mentioned from Chicago, Lamar Miller, you remember him, right? He's on the Bears' practice squad. So if he gets activated and David Montgomery doesn't play, both those guys are interesting to me. But anywho, out of those, all those running backs, pick your favorites. If you're going to blow Fab or your waiver priority on running back, you know you're going to. Your number one favorite out of that group, who is it?
2: Mm. <sighs> Give me Duke Johnson probability of some workload if David's out.
1: Yeah, I think short term, Duke Johnson and Mike Davis based on injuries um, as waivers are going through and maybe rest of season, DeAndre was- Washington on a, on a flyer. And for me, it's J.D.
0: McKissick. Ew. I love it. I love it. I don't know why. I think it's a great pickup. I think it was he. two weeks ago he did fine. This past week he did great. He's going to become... The next Dalvin Cook. No, I'm just kidding. Neither one of you guys even smiled at that. That was a joke. Um, But I think JD McKissick is going to be the best. Wide receivers. Who's your favorite? If you had to pick one
1: right now, wide receiver to pick up for week 10, who's going to be? Curtis Samuel, 30% owned right now. My favorite. Mm -hmm. Scott?
0: Uh, Give me Michael Pittman.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Michael Pittman.
0: That's a good one. Seven percent owned Colts, but he is playing the Titans, who shut down everybody because they're the best. Oh, you. Yeah. Um, anywho, hey Michael Gallup, we all cut him a couple of weeks ago. Well, with the new quarterback at the helm, he's spreading the ball around, and Michael Gallup is all of a sudden relevant again. He's owning fifty-six percent of leagues. He is the most talented of the group you're going to pick from the waiver wire. I like Michael Gallup. Toss him on there and see what happens. Another thing, another player I love, guys. This week, Corderell Patterson of the Chicago Bears. He is listed in Yahoo as a wide receiver. He may split carries if David Montgomery is not active.
1: Shit, he splits carries with David Montgomery active. That might be a great play if David Montgomery's out. The only problem is I feel like every time I see a Corderell Patterson rush, he gets stuff for like negative three yards. <laughs> so he
0: gets the volume, <laughs> but negative fantasy points. <laughs> Speaking of the Bears, Darnell Mooney is owned in 14% of leagues. He got 11 targets this week, guys. Like, they're shorter passes, but he's getting looks. I think it's about time he gets rostered somewhere. And in PPR leagues, I think you can start him. You guys, you guys love him as much as I do? Yeah,
2: He, he cool. He
0: cool. Amondol the same way. He's starting to get targeted a lot in these slant routes. PPR. I'm all right with it. I'll let that become more of a trend. Mm -hmm. KJ Hamler is owned in 2% of leagues. He got double-digit targets from Drew Locke this week. I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed there, but Noah Fant keeps injuring his ankle over and over and over. We talked about Hamler. Matt, you talked about Hamler, I believe, in the preseason, about being someone to eyeball.
1: Yeah, I think if the opportunity uh, arose for him, he had the talent to break out. He's fast. Dude's fast, and you can see that in the highlights <laughs> this week. He's all over the place. No time at all. Um, especially, I mean, Sutton was out early in the year, and maybe you thought Hamler would break out sooner because of that, but maybe this is just the right time. So, again, you got a spot on your bench. Throw Hamler in it. I'm
0: thinking I'm going out of this group of wide receivers we just named for Week 10. My rankings would go Curtis Samuel number one, like, For sure. For sure. And then I think Michael Pittman, Scott's guy, and then Michael Gallup or Corderell Patterson. Yeah, I I think we did this in the right order. What do you guys think? Who's your favorite out of this
1: group? You got to love Curtis Samuels trending um, statistics, and that would be my number one. I agree with what you said.
2: Scott? I'll be honest. I started looking at tight ends, and I don't know what you asked. (laughs) Just say, (laughs) yes, Danny. Yeah, Danny, (laughs) you're right again.
0: Yeah, cool, cool uh tight end scott why don't you begin and give us your favorite (laughs) tight end for this week
2: um well i would say eric ebron definitely has the most appeal he had another what touchdown this week he popped over a guy just made him look stupid was it philip rivers (laughs) it was no almost similar to that the guy went for his ankles and he just said and walked right in mm-hmm. so that offense he seems to be he doesn't have big flashy games but i think he's relevant on a more consistent basis than anybody else on this list i like austin hooper
0: 41 percent of leagues um we know the talents there i think bakey makes is gonna
1: look at him quite a bit matt what do you got i i think i agree eric Brown is the best option to pick up this week but a couple other guys have mentioned jacob Hollister had a a decent week this week targeted seven times i always say i like tight ends that are targeted eight plus times in a game which is certainly hard to find so if you're scraping the waiver wire and you get seven targets out of a guy that's not bad always find the end zone on seattle's team so maybe consider that but he could he could definitely fall into the abyss after yeah he can week. goose you easily yeah
2: I didn't realize oh. how much, sorry, Matt, I didn't mean to cut you off. Ebron's actually put up consistent points. He's only had two weeks under five and a half points this year. Yeah, he's doing fine. I man. think that's in the standard. I don't even think that's PPR or half PPR. Yeah, I think he's the top tight end for sure. You've got other guys like Irv Smith
0: of Minnesota. I, 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 he had two touchdowns this past week. I'm still not. I think he had two catches, two touchdowns not for me you guys interested in him yeah he's flashy but yeah and you got ross dwelly and jordan reed in san francisco i'm i'm
2: not interested there we don't know what that team is as a whole let alone their tight end situation
0: um that's all i got guys for the waivers i think we did it i think we gave everyone what they needed anything else to add no let's get into possible drops okay we got six guys to talk about Tell us if you're if if they're droppable for any of those waiver players. Devin Singletary. Drop. I think drop. I think drop too. It's just not there. It's the Zach Moss show,
1: and it's not even the running show. Le'Veon Bell. That's a I'll, tough one. I'll hold for a week just because of the name, probably. Yeah. I think I'm Agreed. the same way. I'll, I'll give him one more week. I'm gonna hold. Again, too.
2: bad game script, bad. Defense this week. So we'll see.
0: He's on my shit list. But yeah, I think I'm going to hold him too. Justin Jackson. I'm dropping him. Drop. Drop
1: now. Jamichael J- 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 Hasty. Drop after you get me a 2.3 or something. Yeah, it's he hurt now. both. He hurt you
0: both emotionally and personally too. Yeah, you know. he's dead to me. Bye. Uh, Darius Slayton had one target, and that's without Golden Tate on the
1: field. He got I'll hold. it. I'll you're hold thing. him. He's always a he's he's always a boom bust candidate. He was seeing more consistent usage when Shepard was out. Now that Shepard's back, you're back to more boom bust. But if you drop him this week, he could have two TDs for like a hundred yards on like two catches next week. Um hmm. you never know. But I'll hold him unless there's something really tasty on the waiver wire receiver wise. T.Y. Hilton, will you drop him? See, that was my ad here, and I, I think I'm already at the point where I'm dropping him. I got to slide him in my IR last week, so I could pick up another player, no no problem. But once he's active again, wh- why am I holding on to him? He hasn't got over 10 fantasy points in, in this specific league, but probably in most leagues all year. Why do I care about T.Y. Hilton on my team? Does anybody have an argument here? No, it's the Michael. I'm... Michael yeah. Pittman. Exactly. I would drop him. Pick
2: up Pittman.
0: Yep. Henry Ruggs is our last one, guys. I yeah. drop him.
2: I added this one because he has just been, oh, my God. I played. I didn't play him on the one week he did well.
0: You're yeah. hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no.
2: Week 5, 27 points. Week 1, he had 11. Not any other week did he exceed 2, except one week he had 5.5.
0: I'm dropping him too,
2: Matt. I think he was, he was hurt two weeks, so don't get me wrong, I guess. He had two weeks off, and he had a bye. But yeah, I, I'm i thinking I'm dropping him now. I like Second his week in a row the... under two.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like his talent for the future. I think this year, fantasy just is too much of a mess for him to be relevant or consistent or reliable on your fantasy team, so I don't have... Any hesitation dropping him, and but look out for him in the future. Mm-hmm.
2: And taking a just a real quick glance, upcoming matchups: Denver, KC, decent defenses; Atlanta, man, Jets, not terrible; Indy, Chargers, Miami, Denver. So defenses aren't going to get much easier for him either. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about sell highs now.
0: Just to clarify, what this is a sell highs are players you don't have to sell but you're interested in shopping because they had a good week or two um
1: you don't have to or are you willing to just hold on to them because you think the future is bright let's be honest danny the sell high is you want to fuck somebody else over in your league and get Mm -hmm. rid of this guy you want to plant get something out of it
0: plant a bomb a landmine right in their path uh let's start with john brown John Brown was injured, came back, and abused the Seattle Seahawks secondary like everybody else does. He had a great week. Is it going to continue? Would you guys hold him or sell him high?
1: I'd tell the hell out of him. I think I mentioned earlier in the show that (laughs) I tried to plug and play him last week when he didn't do anything, and now he gets a matchup against an incredibly bad secondary and does well. Yeah, shop the hell out of him. He's not going to be much the rest of the year.
2: Yeah, I'd be selling him like he's my bottom bitch if anybody's willing to pay for him.
0: Jesus great. Yeah, um, I also am looking to shop him. I think that that was his high point. DJ Chark. Seven catches for 140 plus and a touchdown. Twelve targets with the new QB Johnny Lofton or whatever it is. Henry Lotus Flower.
1: Jimmy Lotus.
2: <laughs> oh my
0: God! Who's this poor guy? I'm so sorry. I know he listens. <laughs> avid listener. Um, sell high. Or are you going to keep? I'm going to keep DJ Chark. I yeah, I think he has
1: a lot more potential. Rest of season wise, it, ugh, it depends on what I can get out of him. I don't have to have him is what I'd say, but if we're looking at it as a sell high candidate, yeah, I'll get rid of him.
2: I think I'd hang on to him. Mm -hmm.
1: CD lamb. had a touchdown. Relatively bigger
0: game. I'm looking to shop him any to anyone who's listening. I'll take him. There's so
2: much uncertainty at that quarterback. Oh man. I'm, I'm wavering on that one. That one is a hard one to decide. Cause isn't, uh, what's his name coming back from the concussion is Dalton coming back. You'd have to think soon. Yeah, but Dalton looked like absolute trash when he was out there. Agreed. Well, I I guess Dallas, you'd probably like to see what you got out of your rookie then put him back in. Poor Dalton. Poor bastard. I don't I know. I thought he okay. got
0: murdered, so.
2: Yeah, I, I could see selling him high. I'd be a little unhappy about it, but yeah, I, I, I could see myself doing it.
1: Bye, CD. Yeah, I don't like this offense. Also, sell am high.
0: Juju Smith-Schuster, you enigma. I don't know who you are, and he did great. Touched six for 93 and a touchdown on seven. Is that going to continue? I don't know, and I am willing to bail because I don't know. What about you guys?
1: I don't know either. I, I guess that would, for me, less than sell high, just be a, if I get the right price to shop him, I'm, I'm going to shop him. I think you can get
0: a big name because of Juju's name recognition.
1: You know what I mean? It is is quite the name, isn't it? It's the most fun (laughs) name in the league. (laughs) Funnest. When it's that fun, you say funnest. That's right. Uh,
0: Scott, what are your emotions right now?
2: I think if someone's going to give you a lot, yes. But I think him and Ben are starting to get their shit together. I think he's going to be pretty solid the rest of the year. I would not be looking to sell him unless someone gave me a really good deal. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh,
1: I might ow, still ow, be ow, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> I might still be willing to buy him. So if somebody wants to sell him high, I'm I'm cheap, I guess in trade, so I'm not going to give you a high price tag. I almost think He's a buy low candidate, in my opinion, right now. Like, what has he done high right now? Why is he high?
0: He scored a T score TD
1: one TD. I'm gonna try to buy him low. I think,
0: yeah, I don't know. Let's we'll talk after this then because I think we share a league that (laughs) I own him in. Let's talk about buying low then. Let's talk about Thomas Brady, Tommy Beanstalks. What he. I I am interested in anyone who's trying to sell Tom Brady. I think that was a one-off, and I think that his the rest of the season is bright, especially with Antonio Brown. I would like Tom Brady on my team. I will buy him.
2: But you yeah, agreed if he's being sold low after one bad game. I know a couple of games he's been not great stats, but he's also had those huge blow-up games. So I would buy low. if Someone's willing to give him to me. I never do trades just for QBs because of my obvious uh, low
1: value for QBs. But I would say that if you're doing like a two for trade and you can just package Brady in there as part of it when you're looking at higher goods on the one, two part of it. Um, Yeah, I would love to have Tom Brady as part of a swing trade. Corey Davis. Oh, <laughs> he gave you a zero, zero burger. But I still am interested. What about you guys? Tough to trust, but again, I would take him as part of a trade. I think he
2: has value going forward. Yeah, I'd have to look at their matchups the rest of the way. If it looks like they have some game scripts for non-throwing games, nah.
0: Now, I would probably wait one more week because the Colts have a very good D, and that's who the Titans play on a short week. So it may be a Derrick Henry kind of day. But I am still interested in Corey Davis for the rest of the season. And I think, Matt, you can chop that little sound bit that I just gave you and just remind me of it. That's the first time I've said those
1: words so far in this podcast <laughs> because I'm interested in Corey Davis. Because we have fought for weeks on this. Well, I believe during the preseason, you would just say that he's irrelevant. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I,
0: I Did I <laughs> use that word, irrelevant?
1: <laughs> I think they were harsher words, actually. (laughs) I wish you were dead. I don't think we're allowed to say them on the air anymore.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, really graphic. There are pictures. (laughs) Anyway, Tyler Lockett, buy low. If anyone's selling him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested. If if there's a deal to be made, I'll make it.
2: Yeah, if he's low, then sure. Just depends on what you have to give up, what you need for sure. But looking at his stats real quick. And this is a standard league. He had a week seven where he had 54 points. But in the other four out of five weeks, he didn't eclipse six and a half. Mm-hmm. So he had a good three weeks to start. Then he went, meh, meh, bye. Crazy.
0: Meh, yeah, Yeah, It was like a top 10. Uh, I think it was in the top 10 of wide receiver fantasy days in NFL history. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Oh, this is half PPR. So
2: yeah, even with points for catches, he's had... Started hot, and yeah, in the last five weeks, one insane week, and the rest haven't been anything to write home about. Yeah. Can you imagine what he would do against
0: the Seattle secondary? Well, We won't know. We'll never know, will we? Just watch their practices. <laughs> <laughs> as as one does throughout the week. Devontae Parker with Tua. We know Devontae Parker's um, talent, and now Preston Williams may be done for the year, and Tua is... Maybe on the Ascension, I want Devontae Parker. I think his future is bright for the rest of the season.
2: I'd be willing to bet on his talent alone, even without the injury. So, yeah, I would definitely buy him low. Yeah, I'd be interested.
0: You like it? Okay. Last one, Mark Andrews. Buy low. I know, Scott, he's your boy. Gimme, 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 gimme. You do. You do want him because I'm a no. So why, Scott? Why do you want Mark Andrews right now?
2: If someone's selling him low, what else is out there that's better? Nobody else is putting up any more points, I feel like, than he is that you're going to get off the waivers. He's going to get more touchdowns than you're going to get off anybody on the waivers. So there's no real downfall. If you're looking for a tight end and you've got somebody to give up and someone's going to sell him low, yeah, give him to me.
1: Matt, what are your emotions on Mark Andrews? I mean, you, you remember preseason. I didn't love him um, because I thought he was touchdown dependent last year. Didn't think that was going to continue this year. Definitely did continue early in the year. Like He was putting up some good performances, but we're not seeing it anymore. He Any week he doesn't get a touchdown, he duds hard. He has to get productive in the red zone, and I don't really want that uh, throughout the final stretch of my season, so I'm not going to be trading for him.
0: Now, I know that you
1: can't drop
0: Mark Andrews. I know that. And we're talking about by low. We know how good he can be, especially with Lamar Jackson. His last three games in a half PPR, 3-4-3. Eric Ebron in Pittsburgh, 8-12-9. That's actual fantasy points. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you drop Andrews for Ebron, but I'm just putting this in perspective. We're talking about Ebron being a potential waiver wire pickup, and we're comparing him to Er air or I'm sorry, Mark Andrews, who you spent a fourth round pick on. Andrews is scaring me quite a bit, and I don't think he's even startable right now. Would you guys disagree? Well, when you put it
1: that way, like actual point
0: value. (laughs)
1: And I guess, by the way, I'll mention that uh, Mark Andrews has been a sit for me the last two weeks um, that I've called on our podcast. So you're welcome. Listeners. If you
0: would just listen to the champs more often, other than Scott, then. You... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> shots boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no, Scott, you're fine. You're doing great.
2: I will say, just taking a <laughs> glance at his upcoming schedule. Not a whole lot of great pass defense. I mean, New England's decent. Tennessee hasn't been great.
0: Is New England decent? Because I just watched an atrocious piece of garbage that lost me a week because their defense couldn't. True.
2: Before this week, their defense is the only reason they've been even competitive, I feel like. Their offense has been shoddy at best. So you got New England, Tennessee, good record. We've talked about how their defense gives up a decent amount. Pittsburgh, yeah, that sucks. Dallas, Cleveland Jacksonville the Giants Cincinnati all defenses that start giving up points so
0: we'll see there you go drop so high and by low it's over guys let's give a quick Thursday night preview for week 10 before we close this thing out it's the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans in Nashville I I'm just gonna throw it out there I feel like Matt's gonna pick the Titans on this one yeah, I got the Titans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he st- like, If you were to pick up Michael Pittman this week in waivers, are you confident in starting him? Because I think That's I'd hold tough. on to him. I think I'd hold on to him for another mom because
1: Titans D is really good.
0: Well, really good is a stretch. They're they're
1: good. Well, their secondary is building. They got Desmond King, and uh, Addery Jackson was not actually back this last week, which we thought he was going to be. Um, but that means he should be back this week, right? Right? I mean, so, uh, um, uh, that just helps your yeah. secondary more. Um, even with clowning now out with potential, uh, well, I think I'll almost confirmed now need surgery and Vic Beasley being cut. All of a sudden, our pass rush got a little bit better last week, which is weird, curious, oh. <laughs> curious indeed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think. Will be tough and you know Indy's defense is going to be tough i'm not looking at a barn burner here and that's what's scary about fantasy for this game i think this is going to be the best thursday night game of the year so it'll be thus so far it'll be a really good game i think sure. but not like what people think is supposed to be a good game like the the 34 to 44 we're talking 21 total. 17. maybe kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it could be good i mean it can be fun watching defensive battles just some people don't think so.
2: And this might right. be the one week we can say maybe curb your expectations a little with Derrick Henry. Well, other
0: than this past week, because he kind of pooped his pants against the Bears, but the Colts are
1: also I, really good. I meant to ask you about that, Dane. Didn't you just trade away somebody big for Derrick Henry and a touchdown only because you're like, Derrick Henry gets a touchdown every week guaranteed. I and- <laughs> tried. I
0: tried. And, and Okay. This is what was annoying is that that trade got ignored it was one of those they got ignored for 24 hours so it's like okay they're not looking at this so I canceled Uh it because Devontae Adams was playing on Thursday it was a touchdown only league and I was stacked a wide receiver Scott you're in this league and I tried to give away Devontae Adams for Derrick Henry and it didn't get looked at so that was annoying but I I anyway that's a that's a different story but Scott you're going to take the Colts on this aren't you you're a big Colts. you had not a big Colts fan. I shouldn't say you're a big Colts fan, but you have been very pro Phillip Rivers and the Colts team so far this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. This is going to be one of those to where I feel like when it comes down to making our confidence picks, either way I go, it's going to be one or two. Yeah. I don't feel very good about either pick. Yeah. Nah, it's going to be a good one.
0: Anything else you guys want to add about this? Oh my God, we didn't talk about Albert O, Scott. Albert O of the Denver Broncos, Mizzou, Tiger, tears his ACL and he's out for the rest of the
2: year. Oh, now, we can't, ain't so, Albert now we o. can't
0: talk about him anymore.
2: To be fair, I didn't know that until you just said it. Uh, it. Is your heart broken? I'm going to go weep in my bathtub for a I'm while. Not, not,
0: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to do this on live. <laughs> you know, I was going to say radio. This isn't radio. This is 1938. Well, thanks everybody for sticking with us. Episode 43, I believe, is now Ish. in the books. So it, it's just it's too many to count. It's amazing. But like and share our stuff on Facebook. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. Find us on Instagram, Twitter.
1: We appreciate it so much. I also believe Ryan has started up a TikTok account for us. And uh oh, we don't know yeah. exactly how that's gonna get utilized,
2: but
0: God, it's gonna be uh, amazing.
2: Start keeping an, an eye out in the future. You got three boomers here running a podcast, so <laughs> we're not real sure how that works. Uh, uh, don't,
0: don't, don't say that. Don't say
2: that. The, <laughs> the old tactic. <talk>
0: <laughs> it's gonna get real sexy up in here <laughs> moving forward. Thank you, everyone. Good luck with your waivers. We're gonna see you at the end of the week. See you guys. Bye bye
2: brown brown